listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Bellman and Jared Watson, brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson, and this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check him out, original Cleveland sports reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Well, uh, who had J.J. Watt going to the Arizona Cardinals? Not me. Not me. Not even Vegas had the cards in the mix. Uh, So with that in mind, what is next for the Browns? And the Cavs have three straight. Uh, I can't believe they've won three straight. That's kind of crazy to me. And Philly. uh, Coming off of losing nine straight. (laughs) And Philly. Yeah. Isn't that, that's, that that might mean something at this point. Have they figured it out? Maybe. Uh, The latest drum and trade rumors, we're going to get into some of that. And Shane Bieber wants to extend his outings compared to 2020. We'll talk about that as well. But first... We're going to discuss more on this J.J. Watt stuff um, and uh, more on the other possibilities coming up with your Cleveland Browns. Hello, everybody. We're also brought to you by Evergreen Podcast. Thanks for that, Andy. No worries. That's why I'm here. Here to help. I mean, it's in the intro, so I wasn't too stressed about it, but I definitely felt it when I forgot to say it. Okay. Thank you. Friends are here to help. Help hug. Sometimes. So um, to Jared's intro... It is pretty simple. J.J. Watt's not coming. So what does this mean next? Um, I'll get to J.J. Watt first. I actually do think it's something we should discuss. So I heard this nationally. So for all of us Browns fans who kind of probably felt the same way, disappointing, kind of a hmm result. It was a hmm result nationally. I mean, even Bart Scott's like, boy, this is kind of like a bleh signing. It's, it just doesn't, doesn't fit well. It's not a lot of buzz. In the world of the NFL – J.J. Watt's storyline really came and went pretty quickly. Yeah. So the, the 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 way I would take this is is he he thinks he can make Arizona and help Arizona do big things. A lot of people are much questioning that, not just in Cleveland but nationally. So what I take out of this is he wanted the best money, he wanted the best deal, he has every right to feel that way. He, he obviously Arizona he felt was going to give that to him because we will never know what Cleveland <laughs> offered. So okay, so that's that. He was on. The bigger stories for me, which, um, I, I mean, this isn't mine, but I would have felt this way too. I'm big on Von Miller. Clearly so is Mac Wilson. Mac Wilson, yeah. Who was Mac, he, <laughs> he, uh, The kid wears, his, his, wears his, his feelings on his on his chest and all over Facebook and or all over Twitter, rather. So, yeah. No, no problem saying he wants to make it happen. I think that's where we go now in the storyline. I don't know if there's any more to belabor about J.J. Watt. Well, so I, it, I will say this, Andy. Is it hmm. a little bit strange to you that the narrative was that J.J. wanted to win a Super Bowl and that he chose to go to Arizona? Is there is there anything there at all? Like, I, I think J.J. Watt, the one thing that really surprised me in all this is J.J. Watt kind of had a plan from start to finish, which, again, is his prior, prior, priority. It's prerogative. He wanted to go somewhere like Arizona to make the most money and honestly, from what I can tell, from what I've seen from J.J. Watt, he kind of fits that world of that chic bravado of Clingsbury. And Clingsbury is very chic, and that kind of fits in that whole mold over there. And, I, you know, the funny thing is about Arizona, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know it, but they went 8-8. Eight and eight. I mean, they didn't make the playoffs. Right. They, they, didn't, they didn't finish the division. They didn't win the division. They didn't finish second. I mean, I don't know. I, I, just, um, I, I just have started to get to the point where – 
I, I think JJ Watt just wanted wants style points and wants to live in Arizona. Kevin yeah. Atkins on Facebook. JJW number of games played next year over and under. I would say eight, right in the middle, eight and a half. If you want to be, I think it's right in a half, eight and a half. Well, and you Five. know what? It's funny because. I'm with you on this now, Andy. There's something very telling about his choice to go to Arizona. There just really is. Um, I think that I saw our waiting for next year friends make the jokes earlier too about uh, clearly he's, you know, lots of folks at the end of their career head out to Arizona to, to, to get ready to retire. Uh, so, <laughs> um, I mean, it looks, like, it looks like that might be what JJ's doing. It, it, Andy, it just, Okay, cool. Right, right. Don't, just don't just don't sit there and, and just don't just don't try to get me to feel bad about don't, don't play those clips about how how tough JJ Watt is and how hardcore he is and how he and, and and how I need to feel bad that he that he had to have that losing season with Watts in there and the Texans and how they wasted another year and this and I don't want to hear any more that narrative's out the window with him signing with Arizona. That's all that's that's all I'm saying. It's just it's a lot of, it doesn't matter. It doesn't a lot matter. of me a lot of me chatter. A lot of me chatter. Even the tweet I thought was very Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, and I started to feel that way too with kind of the games that he was playing. At least it felt like uh I started feeling that over the weekend. Posting photos randomly. Um yeah, it it wasn't. The more and the more I started to learn about him, more I was like and, I, and again, like his first picture out after that, oh, we're riding a private jet with the owner. It's not about joining your teammates. It's not about going to Arizona to win championships. It's about, look at me. I'm going to ride a, a cross-country plane yep. riding a private air giant. Yep. All right, cool. Don't fucking come to Cleveland then, asshole. Well, and I'll say enjoy, this enjoy too. Arizona. Is it fair? Is it fair for folks to say, listening to this show, Andy and Jared, you two sat there and said you wanted Watt to come to Cleveland I did. for the past four or five episodes, and now you're going to sit here and you're going to – Shit on JJ Watt because he went to Arizona. No, it's, I like JJ Watt, but but he looks like I'm an just asshole saying today. it's telling. That's all I'm I, saying. I think he looks like an asshole today. I, I kind of do too. I think he looks like an asshole. I think it's very telling. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, I mean, would I feel this way if he went to Cleveland? I don't know, but like he went, he didn't, and the Bills somewhere to actually win. Arizona, it's like I get. I don't know. I mean, they're Two not year, terrible. Mil. All right, cool deal. I mean, they're not ter- I mean, they're not terrible. They're they're okay. You know what? Neither were the Texans. Oh god, I know. <laughs> I mean, overall, I mean, they are now. I guess you can talk about well, them all apart, yeah. but you know what I mean. Well, look, I don't want to say anything more because look, the man, the Browns play the Cardinals, and God knows he'll tear us up again and do something fucked up that really make me mad. Nah, but, um, be all right. Nah, that ain't gonna happen. God, I hope you're right. All that, to, uh, all that to be said. I'm ready to move forward. The JJ Watt free agency experience. I'm done, Zo. I'm done. So what's ahead? I mean, I know there's gonna be a lot of. I think there's gonna be two main names: Lattimore and Bob Miller. I'm more on Miller. Um, I, I really like the idea of Miller playing here. I, I don't agree with people who think he's done. I don't agree with that. I think Von Miller's got something left in the tank. I think he would be worth it for a one or two year deal. And I like him playing a lot on the opposite side of Garrett. I think that does help here. I. I I'm sorry. I think two A&M guys who are good, very good friends will play well together. It excites me. I would really like to see that. And frankly, I'm not the only one. Sounds like Mac Wilson is too. I just like that a lot. I, it's what I'm focusing on as a free agent Browns fandom thing. By the way, he's not a free agent. They're going to have to make a some. He's going to have to be released, which they think he will, or they're going to have to make a trade right now. And the other guy, Jared, you're going to hear a lot of is, is Mashawn Lattimore. 
And again, nothing's been posted with him over the weekend too. But Lattimore and Von Miller are going to be those names that's going to be popping up in Brown's fandom groups. And both are trades. They're not free agents. Both those guys, you have to make trades to get in. But I think that's where the focus goes to now. Well, uh, I, I'm trying to look for the article too. Um, I was looking uh, – Terry Pluto on uh, Cleveland Plain Deer, cleveland.com. Uh, mentioned a couple of names too, and was talking about don't don't forget that this that that the way that the Browns look at things and and when they're working the analytics is you might see some names that are that necessarily that aren't necessarily on your radar. And here it is, um, and and bear with me as I kind of scroll through this really quickly. I was reading it earlier well, before we came on. Well, why did you do that? Uh, Mary Kay Cabot mentioned over the weekend to Levante David, the linebacker out of uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Also Leonard Williams, Leonard Williams was one of the names that I think Terry Pluto mentioned. And uh, Yannick uh, in, in, he's got a name like Njoku, but uh, a little bit different. I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, Naku. Uh, uh, Yannick Naku. But there's other he, you know, draft names, stuff like that. Uh, is he the guy from the Baltimore Ravens? Or <sighs> Yeah, he is. Ngakwe. Ngakwe. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with Ngakwe. He played awful last year. He sat the bench in big games. He stinks. I don't. These are. I think that. I think that Terry's. The reason that I think, and and the only reason I'm mentioning this is that the Mm -hmm. that that Terry's mentioning names like this to remind you, or at least it reminded me of the fact that don't forget that this Browns front office is going to do the whole analytics thing. They're not going to grab the flashy names there. And they're also, he, he pointed out that they're not going to just go out and spend the money because they have it that look for deals like they found with Vernon less of the 15, the 16 million range, more of the 10, 11 million range. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with Mr. Pluto. Uh, here's the thing. And Gawkway did not play well last year. He had a really, really hard time. I'd be. That'd he's be still really one, young too. But I mean, Jared, I, that Jared, but I gotcha. and he, well, Jared, Jared, that'd be a guy I'd, I'd actually really question. It's like this is his fourth team in two years. Yeah, Vikings, Ravens. I know in the same right. season. I know, and it's right. like he didn't. And in big spots for the Ravens last year, he couldn't even get on the field. Like, is that the guy we want representing the brown and orange in a big well, spot? Andy, this know. is where, and we talked about this before we started the show. We're getting to the point where we're really stretching things out, even talking about the Browns right now because. You know, you even go through you even go through some of the articles that you read lately, and Brashard Perryman is even being brought back up as as being a free agent that the Browns might be looking at. <laughs> well, that's well, like, but that ma- but that makes sense as a discounted deal, and he's well, fast. He played well. He, he played well. No, he did. Per- I don't. Brashard's not coming back to the Browns. It's not happening. All right, we'll see. I, he played well. I, I remember one of us being upset. I think it was you who was upset when Perryman <laughs> did not take the deal to come back to the team years ago i was a little bummed out it wouldn't, be bad. It wouldn't, wouldn't be bad to have perman back it really wouldn't be bad i actually like the idea of perman coming in town because i think along with him and higgins and people's jones it gives you a good it gives you a good what i've learned if obj you hope he plays the whole year but if he doesn't you need to have a plan b and perman will be your plan b because he's a fast speed guy and that's what you need He's not going to play every down. Frankly, he may not even have many opportunities in games. But if someone goes down and Pyramid wants a $1 million deal, mirror, go, play. That makes a lot of sense to me. But they need to focus on, hopefully, re-signing Hollywood Higgins. That needs to be the priority. 
Correct. On the, on and, the, but that's, that's kind of my point. Is Yeah. Yes. I mean, all this excitement about Perryman aside, I can't. I, can't I don't need like that. So like long. we're writing. We're writing stories about Perryman right now. We don't. Well, that's where we're at. I like the idea though of Von Miller. I really do. I like yeah. the, I, I I don't I don't agree with some other people who think always oh, done. I don't think Von Miller's done. I think Von Miller will play hard. Von Miller did not I know he I know he had injuries too, and that's part of the reason why I didn't play. But there's a lot of there's a multitude of reasons. And I just think that guy is going to play very hard for the Browns next year. Yeah. Very, very hard. I think he's gonna be full motor. I just think I think with him and Garrett in the backfield. Um, and uh, I mean, starting the backfield, I, I can't see any, line. I can't see anyone coming to this team, not being excited at the opportunity to win big games, yeah. getting to the playoffs and possibly going after the Lombardi trophy. I, I, yeah. I can't see anyone coming here and wanting to act like an asshole or fuck that up. I just yeah. can't, especially with the way that this coaching staff handled everything that had happened from the year prior to get their shit together for this season mm-hmm. and what they were able to do. There's no way that they're going to have, you know, a Dwayne Bow issue, you know, an Andre <laughs> Risen issue. They're not going to have that type of shit go on. It's Dwayne just not who? going to happen. God, that guy was awful. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh God, that guy awful. Anyways, um, he was really hey, did you hear really... Josh Gordon and uh and uh and that other idiot are back together again in that other league. Did you hear about that? Want to talk about that real quick? Josh Gordon and uh, Johnny Manziel together again. From a mental health standpoint, I hope they both do well next year. I really do. Correct. Correct. Because that is a. I will. Well, all right. So we can combo. play that game real quick. I will always. I will. I, I. I've got a. I've got much more. I've got a bigger soft spot in my heart for for Josh Gordon than I do for. for yeah, I, I. I agree. I just. I just think when I read stuff like that, I just hope. I just hope for Josh Gordon's sake. It's getting that point. I just hope it works out for Josh. I really do. Yep. It's getting that point. Like, I just hope it works out. I yep. really do. Like, like, I don't know. I mean, hey, I don't know. Does Levante David excite you, the linebacker? That's the new hot name in all the articles, whether it's Akron Beacon Journal, Cleveland.com, Levante David, linebacker, Tampa Bay. Does he excite anybody? Right. Here's another, here's another name. Bud Dupree now. That kind of opens up the... I mean, I know he's coming off of ACL, but I mean, I wonder, kind of wonder if you can get a discount. That's, I mean, that's the thing. Take the discount. See what happens. See if the, see if you can. It's sure. sure. I mean, I mean, if you're gonna go that kind of way, I'll tell you the guy you should get is that guy Barrett from Tampa Bay. He's a stud, but he wants a large deal, and he's he's earned it, and he's a good player. But that, but that you're making a commitment. Like you're not gonna get him for one or two years. You're gonna have to lock him up. Well, this is what we're gonna have to figure out, Andy, because we really are a couple of pieces away on defense. So, what mm-hmm. are the Browns going to do? Are they going to go and make the moves and really go after it next season? No, I, I, I that's why I don't know if I agree with Pluto. I think they're gonna go after one of these names. That's also analytically viable. And and that's, but that's why I don't know that you need to do much on offense. I I think the biggest story, which I want to besides besides making sure you sign Chubb and making, you know, and, and, and taking care of, taking taking care, taking care care of Mayfield, taking care of Chubb and taking care of Hollywood. Right. Those are the three. Those are are the big three. Well, here's another guy. 
And I was going to bring this up. We're going to do it now. Yeah. Well, Joku again, sending more quick cryptic tweets over the weekend saying, Hey, I just oh, want yeah, to tell everybody. Yeah. I mean, are we, there's some people fine again with him. I've had enough. Like I can't take it. Um, there's been rumors talking about the Browns trading him. He is getting paid a lot of money next year. Uh, he's getting paid six, six million. Not that that's like breaking the bank, but you know, in a year like this where every dollar counts, that is quite a significant sum. Jared, I'm interested to see Njoku make I can't believe I'm saying this after what he just had a wonderful playoff run, I thought. I thought he played really well in both games. But here I am saying again with Njoku, like, is he going to make it to April? I don't know. The, I don't know. The, I'm starting the, the to wonder. Browns, look at this. If you're, clearing, if you're clearing the books a little bit for money for next season and you could use that money on defense, are you really hurting your offense by losing Njoku? I don't think you are. I do not think you are going to have a net loss if you lose Njoku. Mm -hmm. Because you're talking about a guy who is genuinely only on the field for 10% of the snaps. Right? 10% of the snaps, maybe? I, I mean, I, I, maybe, I, maybe I should go and look at those numbers a little bit, you know, more. I, 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 the thing is that just alarms me about someone like Njoku is he finally played well at the end of the year. Right. Going out. So part of me goes, I want to see how this continues. But my God, if you would have asked me, I mean, Jared, throw a rock. Anytime last year before the Jacksonville game, I, I mean, I was ready to throw him off a boat. And now it's like, I, I'm wondering, like, is Njoku finally coming to its own? It can happen in sports like this. But, but I mean, for these, for this attitude and this laissez-faire. I mean, is he never going to be happy? I don't know. It's just enough. It is getting to the point it's enough. It's obnoxious. It really is obnoxious. Go fucking play football. Enjoy it. And I don't, team this, I don't mean this in a way. Look, this isn't about. This isn't about me. This isn't about saying that, that you know, silence the guy. He can't talk about his feelings or anything. He's this, allowed this, to do whatever he wants. He can't. What I'm saying is. I don't necessarily know. And may, maybe, maybe. All right. Maybe there's something I'm missing here. But what is his legitimate gripe? If he thinks his legitimate gripe is playing time, I'm sorry. That is not his legitimate gripe. He does not have that gripe. No. I'm with you. He made his bed. He made his bed. I don't know. So if that's his gripe in his mind, he does not have it. You want to play I, more? Keep doing what you did towards the end of the season. Keep doing what you did in the playoff. That, that's it. You Then you play more. Yep. You are not ingratiating yourself to your coaches, to your fellow teammates, to Baker Mayfield. You're not doing. You're not doing yourself any favors this way. He just is coming off as he doesn't want to be here. Fine, go fucking play somewhere else. I, I, I'm never a guy who wants to convince guy other guys that they need to be here. I just don't. I don't play that game. I wasn't that way with Duke Johnson either. If you, he if he doesn't want to be way. here, he doesn't fucking want to be here. Then yeah, fine, the way, go fucking play somewhere else. By the way, he got cut. You know yeah, I mean? exactly. Ding, ding, ding. Again, nice player. Nice pro. Sorry. And, and Joku, just to me, the violin's getting thin. I, that's all I'll say. It's getting these tweets. It's just like, God, just forget it. I thought David, I thought um, Tony Grossi made a great point in his column today on Land of Man saying, look, why don't we just make a trade for him for Gilmore? It's like, you know, that's not a crazy idea at this point. Yeah. Or a lot of more, honestly. 
Honestly, at this point, it's like that—that's what it takes to make some of these deals get done. Let's, let's do it. I mean, the Njoku. I like what I saw the kid from Harrison, even though he slid on the opposite way at the end of the year. And 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 you know, I mean, year two, year two, he can he can change. Yes, I'm not worried about that. And you know what else too? Draft another fucking tight end in the fifth round. I don't care. I don't care. If and you once did, you really need to. And once Hooper learns how to stay on his feet, we're all good. <laughs> Love you, Hooper. My gosh, it is funny watching you run. <laughs> he likes guy does run. a talk and roll better than anybody. <laughs> Anyways, I think the Njoku stuff is fascinating. I really, really think it's fascinating because it's bringing up some elements now, especially with this new no JJ Watt thing where it's like, well, if he's a chip piece in a trade, I think we're getting there. Where it's like, okay, let's trade it. I think he's a good piece that you can that you can Make move on from. I don't think you move on from any of your wide receivers right now, at least, because you're at the bottom of your list. You're talking about Kadero Hodge. And, I like him, uh, and I don't think you move on from. I don't think you move on from Kadero Hodge. I liked him at the end. Of the I end. think you keep every one of your wide receivers that you have right now. I think you run it back. I really do. The that's only thing about. At. The only thing with wide receivers is a speedster, and that's why Bashad Perriman makes sense. Because if he's going to take a, a, a quick one-year, one-and-a-half, that makes a lot of sense to me, and the Browns could use that. Because if OG, OBJ goes down again, you need one speedster, and sure. that's where Perriman comes in. Sure. You need something. You can't just go without – you need one more speedster. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. And, and Watch, I'll change my opinion. Right now, the Browns on draft wide receiver – cool with me like i get it yeah i think you start looking at that stuff next year i think that the way that landry has run his what last seven seasons um he's been about as mo- as consistent a wide receiver across the league as that you will as you will ever find um but i do understand that that uh, that that could start to tick downward over, over La- the next- landry and obj are bigger discussions next year to me yes, yes. both both I think yeah. that you are going to see nothing but growth out of uh, DPJ. It's going to be um, a big year for um, it, the the bigger guys. Let's say they bring back Hollywood. If Hollywood stays consistent, Peoples Jones does what you're alluding to. Yeah, Landry and OBJ, not just OBJ. Landry and OBJ become big discussion points the following year because they are heavy contracts. Yeah, um, I think I think where that I think where that becomes, I think you win. <laughs> this is this is going to sound fucking crazy. You win a Super Bowl, you keep them. Well, that's well, yeah, yeah. right. You win a Super Bowl, they stay. Hey, you win a Super Bowl. <laughs> you win a Super Bowl, they stay. They stay one more year. I can do whatever you want. Yeah, you don't win next year, then then that discussion really does. I think both are play. I, I think Landry. Oh my and God, I get goosebumps. The fact that we're even say, that, like, I'm legitimately saying that. <sighs> That's fun. That's fun. That's fun play. to say. They're in play. They're it really good. is. It they're really is. But so, the Browns, yeah, so, yeah. Do need, the Browns do need added defense, though. They well, that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. So, so there we go. Wide receivers, you're good. You're, you're running backs. No running backs. No. Don't, don't touch anything. Uh, tight ends, you can lose one and still be okay. Uh, so, <laughs> quarterback you're fine um your offensive line uh one of the yeah you're good as long as healthy is all you need is healthy hey, this is one of the rare times on offense you, you just fart in the wind just let it go and right. focus all your attention health health is the only thing you care and, about health. and 
kicker. Little kicker. Well, let's get there. We'll get there in a minute. No, 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 no. Kicker. I want to get there in a minute. I want to kick her right now. Could you imagine Parky line ends up? Uh, Jared, that's gonna be nerve wracking in a big spot. Parky line up for a big kick. Analytics says they don't care. That's what I've gotten so far. Analytics will tell me in a game that's very tight, and your field goal kicker comes on, forty-eight yards, down two. Give me a call. Let me know. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me know. What do you think about that? Look, here's here's where analytics is right. You don't have to sign a big time kicker for big time money, but these. But what we've been rolling out in a big spot. I know. I know. I mean, Jared, parking in a big spot. What do you think? <laughs> Look, you're talking about you're talking about a team whose best player over the past twenty years, besides Joe Thomas, was a kicker. Yes. So it's yes. hard for us. It's hard for us to deal with the fact that we're that we're that we don't have that same flat that same. line, flat line, flat line. Yeah. Like he comes out and you're just like, oh god, just please God. I mean, we don't. I don't. We all say that. it's like, okay, just please fucking God to make this. Come on, come on, come on. All right. Like that's what we're all saying. Yeah, I don't need to. I mean, I don't need to have an. I don't need I don't need Jim Nance to have an excuse to to use the term double doink. Um, no, no. Before at the beginning of a broadcast anymore, no. I just don't. So in Joku Goner stays. If they're if they're using him for a piece on defense, he, he's gone. I but I don't funny. know that they're going to need to do that. But but they might want to do that. <laughs> I don't know why I get the funny feeling he's going to stay. Um, sure maybe I, I think that's the reason why he's coming out of the comments he's coming out with this organization has shown no waiver and wanting to get rid of him so i don't know why that would change now because they don't fucking care about feelings they don't <laughs> don't they give don't. a fuck and, and it's not in a way where they're not they're not dismissive in the way where they want to hurt your feelings they just don't consider your feelings they are doing the shem Beckler, the team the team, the team, right. the team. Right. The ultimate Shem Beckler. Right. What is the overall mood yes. of what is the overall feelings? What is the culture? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I know there's a lot of high state fans listening. It's one of the best speeches that Shem Beckler gives at the end of an Iowa game. The team, the team, the team, the team. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about right now. It's a great press conference. I'm sure it is. Moment. Bo Schembechler, Michigan man. You don't need uh, to talk about that anymore. What? What? I said you don't need to talk about that anymore. We don't? No. Kevin Atkins. And Joku should be pretty attractive to a few teams. I agree. Yes, Kevin. I agree. Uh, again, though, this organization, and specifically Stefanski, has always praised Njoku or been very, very positive. So Yeah. So th- what the fuck are you whining about, David? I don't know. Very bizarre. Very bizarre. Um, other things to watch. I agree with this with Tony Grossi. I think it's good reminders. Um, I think Baker Mayfield's extension is going to be coming later after the draft, but that's something to obviously watch. By the way, uh, Stefanski and Barry speaking this week. Stefanski tomorrow, uh, then Barry on Wednesday. Obviously, we'll talk about that in our next Monday show. 
Um, contract extensions for Ward, Chubb, and Teller. Chubb is a big one. If you don't resign him, he is not a first-round pick. So there is no option. You have to sign him as a free agent. So Chubb, is, this is it. There is no pick up the tab. You either have to re-sign him or he's a free agent. That's it. The man's it's funny. Yeah, there's no, there's no way. There's no way you don't sign him. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna entertain that. So just, I'm not worried at all. I'm just stop. <laughs> just stop. I'm not gonna entertain it. It's fine. Look, you froze. Can't do it. Don't freeze. Why did you, you freeze? Froze. No, you froze. You froze. You froze. <laughs> I didn't freeze. You froze. Fucking Monday. Fuck this you. is a this is the fucking Monday of all Mondays. Does anybody else want to talk about the Arizona Cart? No. Okay. All right. Let's talk about our Cavs. I'm good with the Browns. I have nothing else on the Browns. No. And again, them. I think we're done. Listen, uh, coming up next week, barring any changes, I don't know how we're going to keep talking about the Browns in this way. I don't know. <laughs> Jared just did it. <laughs> Just <laughs> you know, it's gonna happen. Browns are gonna. Something's gonna lose. happen. Oh yeah. I know. I did. But um, can't they franchise tag? Uh, Kevin Kevin Atkins on Facebook wants to know. Can't they franchise tag him? Who for Chubb? Are you talking about Chubb? That's been mentioned in a lot of articles, actually. That's dangerous, though. That's expensive. If I were the Browns, I would resign Chubb. Take care of your own. You didn't get J.J. Watt. If you're not going to get Von Miller, I would take care of those. Those That team played so well last year. I would take care of your team. I really take, care of that, take care of that core that you yep. know is going to get you there, that young yep. future, that young talent. And Chubb's a big part of that. You ain't fucking kidding. Big part. I know what you're saying, though, Kevin. You can franchise tag him. And let's, say, and let's be real about this, too. Kareem Hunt is not Kareem Hunt without Nick Chubb, either. They're, they're, That's a great tan- great tandem, not separation. Yeah, great tandem. They're, they're different together. They really yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. That's it. Uh. JJ Watt, you chose poorly. You're fucking lost. Bye bye. Enjoy your private jet. Yeah. Have fun on your fucking plane ride with your owner who, um, whatever gave you your bougie little plane ride. Enjoy. They do feel like a bougie <laughs> organization. <laughs> Clingsbury and that setup for the draft. It just feels like it's all like khakis and Abercrombie and Finch. I mean, I like, I like, I like that area out in Arizona. I like it. It's fucking hot though. Oh, so hot. Too hot. That dome's nice and cool. I just find that interesting. I will say, I find this whole thing interesting with him because I'm with everybody else. I was kind of like, they all said, I mean, this has been a universal agreement. Not just Jared and, and myself. Bart Scott to everyone's like, huh? That was weird. <laughs> like that. Like that was like. Yeah, Mister Mister Tough Guy wants to win huh. a wants to win a Super Bowl. Talks the talks his tough game. And then tweets out going on a private jet to go sign the contract. Hmm. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. You know, the Cardinals have all those Super Bowl We should Bowl have known better considering his brothers play for the Steelers. We should have known better. <laughs> we should have fucking known better. All right, real quickly, how exciting is it that Roethlisberger's coming back? I know. Yeah, very, <laughs> well, very, well, very, well, very. Wow. Very. 
very talk about because, a team in turmoil. Because and how wow. do you flip one day to the next? Mm. How do, as that organization goes? Yeah, we really appreciate what the man's done for us, and uh, you know we don't know exactly. And and then the next day, oh well, he's still going to be the quarterback. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. well, someone had to come down from someone had to come down from the voice of God. Be like, have you seen that guy Rudolph pass? Oh, but the day like, prior, the day prior, I watched someone. I don't know whether it was Steelers Wire, someone from. It might have been that one. There's some. There is some. There is some really strange bird who works for the CBS network over there. I'm saying it. I don't care. And uh, who posts a lot of weird stuff. And it might have been him. And uh, and was talking about how they're really high on Rudolph over there. They're really high on Rudolph. They think he, he's really good. I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. All right. Rob. Rob Jennings on Facebook. What's up, Rob? The Browns will win a Super Bowl before the Cardinals will. Agreed. No. Agreed. <laughs> Absolutely. They might beat us in private jets, but they're not going to beat us. <laughs> <in private jets. laughs> what um, a weird, 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 weird. They got yeah, they got private jets. We got we got pilot flying J. Oh my gosh, that's right. Come on. Come on. And have you ever eaten a hot dog, a pile of frying jay? Mm, mm, Just don't mm, try mm, to cash mm. the coupons. You'll be all right. Ew. <laughs> cash them quick. Wouldn't <laughs> <Cash> <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on to those. Blah, too soon? Sorry. Nah, it's all right. We all love you, Jimmy. You did a great job. I know. You really did. You knew Loved this whole it. thing. Try to figure it out. Fix it. All right. Um, And, the lo- and okay, the Cavs. Great win on You've Saturday. Had, like, three false Browns endings. We are. I'm done. I'm it's like the Lord of the. It's like the final Lord of the Rings. They have like three fake endings. Stamping it out. All right. Good. Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavs. I love this one on Saturday, as everyone should have. But there's a bigger development that I think I've been discussing on here and Instagram that I want to discuss again. Yeah. That we've been waiting for our whole podcasting lives here and everywhere else as Cavs fans. When is Garland going to have that game? When is Garland going to have that game? Mm-hmm. Garland had that game. Saturday night. He made big shots. He is the point guard of this team. I'm going to get the one little negative Nancy out now and then go back to the positive. I love Sexton, but Sexton can't be bringing up the ball. It's got to be Garland. You think so? In, a, in, the, in the early part of third quarter, Sexton brought up the ball. A lead went down from 9 to 10, down to 2 because Sexton was trying to do too much. He's not a natural point guard. He's a natural shooting guard. There no question. Go. Yep. But he is not a natural point guard. As soon as the ball went back to Garland, the game got settled down. And even though the Cavs lost the lead, as the game went on, throughout the rest of the half, Jared, Garland bringing up the ball, positive things. Garland bringing up the ball, positive things. And so that aside, big game from Garland. Sexton also played well. Jared so Allen. Taking that the, pressure, so taking that pressure off of Sexton opens things up. It's, for not, it's not even pressure. It's natural. Garland is it a point feels guard. right. Gotcha. It, it, Garland is a point guard. Sexton is a shooting guard. There you if go. You, be a, be a Sexton, what happens when he's point guarding and shooting guarding? He keeps thinking, I need to shoot. I need to shoot. I need to do things. He's trying to do one on four, one on five. It's like, that is not what you're about. That's not what the Cavs are about. Right. Let Garland pass you the ball, get into an offense and do your thing. Because when you're doing a one on one as you're bringing the ball up the court, it's a stagnant offense and nothing happens. Bad shot, bad bad boxing out, and it turns into a quick hoop for the other way. When you are allowing the other teammate to bring up the ball, it allows the offense again to flow, and that, Jared, is the difference in this team. 
it's really that finite. It's a big difference. Here's the other big thing I'll get out of this game. And I love Drummond. Jared Allen played the game of his life against Embiid. And Embiid still had big numbers in that game. But he looked worn out and tired towards the end of that game. And it was a lot of it because of Jared Allen. This team had no Nance, no Drummond, no Price, no love. And they still won. Against a fully loaded Sixers team. Fully loaded Sixers team. This was a legitimate. This wasn't like some, hey, the Rockets. They have Victor Olin Depot and John Wall, and they have no one over 6'7", who the Cavs play again tonight. This was a legitimate. Sixers are loaded. They were trying to win that game, and the Cavs won the game. What are, what are, I mean, are the Cavs what a great win? Are the Cavs so? What the Cavs are? What are they six? Are they six out from five hundred right now? Are they? I mean, are they thirteen back? and twenty one? Eight games under. So eight, eight out, eight out. Yeah, that ten game losing streak brought that really. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, it was that bad. It was that bad. I mean, ten games in a row. Oh boy! All right, all right, all right. What? What is the realistic possibility for this team? Is an eight seed still in play now? Is this, I mean, because Andy, we were at the point where (laughs) you were just hoping that they weren't going to start killing each other on the court. I I mean, it was was as bad as you could have imagined. You were waiting for the finger pointing to begin and you were just hoping that the finger pointing was going to go to the right place because I still, I still believe that there is a real issue and that that real issue still is Kobe Altman. I still believe that wholeheartedly. But outside of that, does JB and does the rest of this team have it figured out? Do you believe that? I, I will say this. JB showed a lot in that victory. Yeah. Garland showed a lot in that victory. That is a kind of victory that can grow. And they've had another couple of moments like this. So I'm not going to say this is like a shining light moment. Everything's going to turn around. But that was a big win. That was a big win. The Sixers were fully loaded. They wanted to win that game. They played hard in that game. And the Cavs won. The Cavs actually outplayed the Sixers. Mm. Without Nance, Drummond, Prince, or Love. Or Chetty Osman. Chetty Osman didn't play either. Well. That one, I will well. say, that was a bit refreshing. Well. I like Stevens. <laughs> I like Wade. Did I miss Chetty Osman running around the floor? Uh, I, think that, I think that contract's playing out the string. I think that contract's playing out the string. Correct. I, I did miss Nance, Prince, and Love, though. Yeah, Nance Nance took some flack too on social media for I, he responded to it too about the finger thing and how Kobe would have never sat for something like that and you know his issue for what yeah something about having a, something about a broken finger and Kobe would play through literally there's folks that are going after Nance over leave Nance alone things. he's a nice man he's you ain't nice kidding. Man. What he's doing and what he's doing for small businesses in Cleveland. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Yeah. This is one of our rare lineage players. His dad played here. He played here. Let's just leave him alone. Okay. We like him. We we want him to stay. Mm -hmm. He's he's got a fucking cast. What do you think that? 
Granted, to be, to be fair, I'm not sure that this was a guy who was from Cleveland. So, okay, well, clearly, it was uh, it was a little bitter back and well, it wasn't back and forth. Larry <laughs> shut him down pretty quickly. I was say, it's one was, of my he said, first of all, you don't know Kobe. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Second of all, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Fact check. Yeah. Yeah. But the Cavs are interesting. They 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 do things like this, and it makes you wonder of where they could go if they could ever get the all the places and parts together. Because that was an incredible that was that was a legitimate win on the road. That that was a big win. Yeah. That was a big win. Well, so it, it makes you wonder. I mean, Jared, it just makes you wonder how this is really going. Because you go through that 10-game losing streak where it wasn't competitive, and then and then you go to nights like that. And well, like, it's, you, Andy, it's, you look back, you look back at the 10 game losing streak. Now, when, when you come back and you win three straight like this, plus the plus winning that Saturday game against the team that didn't want to lose that yeah. shouldn't have lost. And you win that game and it makes you look back and go, boy, you think a lot of that, that 10 game thing really has to do with everything that you that you really thought it would come down to which is just they're really young they're really un- underdeveloped and they really are still got a lot of figuring it out to do and then you're having they drama. had to dig they they had to dig deep to figure out how to they and and, and it really was as, as 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 honest as it could be to say no one's going to get us out of this no nope. i mean Those are- it was a great win. I, I'll just leave it there. They, yeah, they've they only had a few of these this year. It doesn't mean they're going to go on a winning streak. That right. was a great win. Saturday night was a tip your cap, you're a Cavs fan. Yep. And what Jared's alluding to, the bigger issue here that's been, and I want him to stay, but he's not going to, is Drummond. So yeah. what's the latest of Drummond? Yeah. The only thing you keep reading is the Knicks, and that is picking up more and more steam. Um, so where that leads, I don't know. Um, the Knicks, by the way, are one game over 500 now. So they are actually making a push to the playoffs. So not only are you helping out the Knicks away, oh excuse me, you're actually given an opportunity. I've had one of the hell of the most fucking migraine sinus things in my entire life. So for people out there, like, where's your energy? I'll be back next week. I just gotta get through today. Drummond, though, going to the Knicks sounds like the latest thing, Jared. I keep reading about, and there's no sense at all of urgency about the trade either. We're seeing that from many people. So he's here. Love not coming back to after the All-Star break. That'll be week nine and ten. So <laughs> I don't even fucking talk about Kevin Love. I don't even know if he's played in 2021. I don't think he has. So I actually I don't think he has. I think he's only played in 2020. I've been a long break. <laughs> but he's close. He's close. I will say I found it odd. Yeah, that was, him, listen, him and, him and Greedy um, Williams, both real close. All right. I like Greedy. I like I think Greedy. I Williams like Kevin here. and I like Greedy. Both of them are real close. I will say I like Kevin a lot. I will say that was odd. Why? That, real close, though. I, I, here's the thing about Kevin. I like Kevin. Being a smart ass. I, I, I thought it was very I thought it was very weird that the whole team is wearing team sweatshirts and Kevin is wearing an essentials branded sweatshirt on the bench. Can't wear team gear. Can't wear team gear on the bench. <laughs> Kevin's Kevin's a bit of a fashionista. You know that. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know because I'm not a fashionista. 
So wow. is my stained Izod sweatshirt. But come on now. Well, I, hang, I, around, I, hang around my wife a little bit more. She'll turn you into one. If she can make this pain go away in my head, I will do whatever it takes. Oh, but, she she might have some help for that. Yeah. God, I'll just take it at this point. It's like a jackhammer. It's like an ice pick. I. Mm-hmm. So that's the Cavs. I would suggest watching them. They're more fun again. Drummond not going you anywhere. Hard drugs. Huh? Hard drugs. Have you tried hard drugs? I've been, I, I'm taking some steroid crap, but you can't, I don't want to get into it. Harder. Depressing. I got some CVS stuff. I went to go see a doctor Harder. again today. I know, Harder buddy. drugs. I know. I'm going to spray Street shit my drugs. nose. I know. Well, <laughs> COVID's tricky. <clears throat> tricky. Oh, boy. Um, you yeah. don't have COVID. No, no. And then the woman started giving me nervous about that. Then the woman started giving me nervous about that today. You might have COVID. I'm like, don't, I'm, I'm going to power through this. Who have you been around? Just my kids. Oh, then you got my, like, ma'am, this is a science fiction that's gone off on and off forever. Oh, you're a long hauler. <laughs> You've yes. had COVID. I'm powering through. You're a long hauler. Good to know. Congratulations. Thanks. Anyways. <sighs> That's Neti pot. You ever pour that salt water up your nose? No, I did today. I did that yesterday. I did yeah, the whole squirt bottle those. thing. Yeah, my kids were not thrilled with that. I idea. do those. It's disgusting, and I do them, and I don't care. Javius, what's up, man? Talking about Neti pot. Talking about blowing saline water up our noses. In our favorite JJ Watt um, teasing moment. Yeah. What was your favorite? What was your favorite JJ Watt tease? God, asshole. was it the Peloton? <laughs> KJ felt- Watt. That felt planted. That it was felt, planted. It was stupid. It had nothing to that, do with JJ. That that felt planted. That was that was somebody that was somebody trolling being yeah. dumb. Yeah. Well. All right. <laughs> That's the Cavs. I'm done with JJ Watt. I'm done with the Cavs. I'm on to the tribe. Is that ready for opening day? Yeah. Let's talk about the Indians. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about I the am Indians. I'm excited about the Indians. I'm, I'm getting a little bit excited-er-ish, I guess. Cleveland Indians. I will say they're off to a quiet camp. You haven't heard about that Yu Chang like hitting the cover off the ball. I've been looking for those stories. Well, is it Bobby Bradley that I heard hit the cover off the ball today, though? He did. He hit the ball like a man, according to our, our favorite man. I love Francona. I was laughing at Mandy Bell because she posted a photo of where he hit it and drew an X on the spot um, and did some and uh, the whoever runs Indian social on Twitter made fun of it a little bit and said, uh, you know, was it's long story. Never mind. I can't even do it justice explaining it, but it was funny. Uh, Bradley hit the ball out. Javius, the bike was. uh, Yeah. J.J. Watt. Yeah, the bike. Uh, my, my, my favorite is I want to play for a championship. Then he goes, I'm going to take a private airplane because that's really a lot cooler. Yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm going to play. I want to play for a championship. Oops. I'm going to go to Arizona. That's my favorite part. Is I mean, there's a hall of champions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to play. I want to play for a championship. And then I'm going to. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I want to play for, I want to play for a 500 team. I'm, I'm I mean, back. I got to look back as I used to have this. I, I think the Cardinals last won like a 19, what, 20? It's been like over hundred years. Well, did didn't they play a? They wasn't that Fitzgerald. They didn't they lose a Super Bowl to the Steelers? Well, they they've lost the Super Bowl, yes, but then they they haven't. They've never won. I'm just saying that was that was the last time they were there. Was against the yeah Steelers, wasn't it? I'll have to get into this with the Cardinals. There's some (laughs) there's some rumored hacks 
Because they've they have they've never won anything. Like nothing. Super Bowl, NFL championships, nothing. Shane Bieber is practicing going deeper into games this year. So he's throwing a lot of fastballs, throwing a lot of change-ups, yeah. not as many curveballs. Because of that, he got banged around today. I actually like that idea, as Jared and I commented many times. It's great because Shane Bieber's unhittable, but he only goes five and two-thirds or six innings. And I'd like to see him going more like seven or eight. So that's what he's practicing on this year. Quote, there were times last year, as good as he was, and he was, as Frank Conner said, there was maybe one inning or two innings of a game where it just seemed that he needed to had to work really hard. I agree with Tito. It's very accurate. It cost him an inning later in a game. I completely agree with that assessment from our manager. Bieber, I found myself at certain points in the second inning, like, ah, right there would be a pitch. I'd get a curveball or a slider and something swing and miss in the zone. But at the end of the day, I told myself, this is what we're committing to, end quote. He's really committed to finding more of a fastball, more of a changeup to stay in longer in games. Cool. Breaking pitches is a big thing. Is another one he's refining. I actually like this. I think it's good. Uh, sure. Um, I'll, I'm not so worried about what our ace is doing to stay in games longer. I, I think I'm worried more about what our batters are doing to help uh, Bieber um, get more wins when he stays in these games longer. That's what I want. Rosario had a hit today. That was nice. Okay. And Jimenez and Jimenez went two for two on Sunday. Billy Hamilton's on the Indians. Remember him? He's fast. I like him. He's very fast. Bill. Do not do not try to get me to pretend like anything that happens right now matters. Billy Hamilton, remember him? Guy's great. He's on our team now. I like Billy Hamilton though. He's very very quick. Can't hit the ball, but he's very fast. Very, very, very quick. He can be a pinch runner in those uh, extra inning games when we start with a runner on second. Yes. Him and as more and more, you can tell by the way these are writing that he's going to be the shortstop. The more and more you get into this, it's not going to be Rosario. It's going to be him and as. And when you hear Mets fans and you read Mets articles, everyone concurs this direction that him and as should be the shortstop. We knew that, though. Well, it was debated upon before this, but it started. I mean, again, it's early. A lot can change. But right now, Jimenez is going that direction. Where does that leave that kid, Arias, that guy we got for the Padres, and Rosario? Time will tell. We don't know. Um, but I think Jimenez is going to be your shortstop. And definitely, which is not surprising, J-Ram trying to take more of a leadership role. I guess he led the team on the field and took a lot of pride. I love J-Ram. Took a lot of pride in that. Look, and, and you know what? And that makes sense to me. And there you go. And and he yeah. will be he will be a leader in that clubhouse. And he will love leader. that role. And yeah. he will love that role. I, fact, can understand, I, think- I can understand why he wasn't last season. I can understand why. I completely understand. I get it now. This is perfect for him now. He, yeah. He, he is. This is his time. And he has quietly sat there, and he has earned every bit of of where he is in this moment. Yes. Um, that's perfect. I, I've got nothing else to add to that. JV is on Facebook. The tribe's offense has been the issue for several years now. I concur. Yep. It's actually started all the way back when they made that great run 16 and didn't have yep. Michael Brantley. Yeah, and it was on and off inconsistent. Um, they've been even running, even running, running all the way back to 2012. Even yeah. running, even running back to those, to those 20, 20, 10, 11, 12, even, even in those years, it was, it was inconsistent. Um, 
throughout that time as well. I, I will say this. I was talking to a former Indians player today, and he made an interesting comment to me. And he goes, you know, I think the Indians are heading in the right direction. I said, really? He said, yeah, I, I really do. I think they have, they have really done a nice job of getting the house in order. And I thought they actually, you know, not, not naming names. He goes, I think actually some of these guys need to move on. And I think it's going to be much better with this team they have going out next year. And I said, that's interesting. I can I can agree with some of that, and I will talk to you offline to find out which player to 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 really make a decision on whether I agree with that. Or you could try all day; you'll never guess his name. By the way. <laughs> oh, really? But um, oh, yeah, you'll never guess. But um, it wasn't Omar, was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he was unavailable. Uh, he's Omar had better keep his ass unavailable to everyone from yeah, here on yeah, out. Yeah, Only yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, it's not Omar Vizcal, not a player who's played on the organization for the last 20 or 30 years. Old, older, older person. Oh, okay. A little, little, little bit of depth and knowledge and years, but nice man. Love talking to him today. Anyways, though, going to that point though, it does make you wonder. I mean, hearing those comments from Lindor, which were terrible. I won't, I don't have the energy or the sinuses to get through that today, but I will say like, again, like I think this, I, I do like some of the, where this thing's going. I will say one thing. It's not bad or good kind of plays off that gentleman's comment. And Jared, I think this is going to be much more of a transition. Though. I really, really do. I, I think the Indians are really in transition mode, even with Bieber, even with J Ram. I think the winds are going to come down. I, I really think the Indians are looking at 80, 81, 82 wins. I really think that's what you're looking at. I don't have any higher expectations. Yeah, and 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 that Andy, and when we and when we do that, when we have that conversation, when we when we talk about rolling it back from those, uh, you know, mid nineties wins into that mid to lower eighties win season, that's where my anger begins to rise. Mm-hmm. That's where I begin to shift back into bigger picture problem mode regarding Major League Baseball as a whole, regarding this team as a whole, regarding ownership, regarding uh, the overall big picture for Major League Baseball, and, and just the way that money works within this league, Andy, they're going to fucking destroy the sport if they don't figure it out. And I'm talking within the next five, six, seven years, if they don't. Well, they're, they're, they're going, they're heading down the barrel going on a big strike in 2022. Huge strike. Huge. Well, yeah. Huge, and, see, like, and, and, yeah strike. And, and you know what? And, 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 and that's the other issue too. And we've talked about this before too, is that it's not even, it's not even only. <laughs> Owners against players, neither of them are even thinking about the bigger picture either. I know. It's coming. Neither of them right are now. thinking about the fans. They're I'm telling dumb. you right now. That, and, they're, that, and, they're, and they're dumb for it. They're dumb for it. The more they focus on each other, and the less they figure this out together, the more people are going to walk away, and they're not going to have anything. Mm. Neither side. Heading down a gun barrel with that. But anyways, great to read about the tribe. I'm excited about it. I like what Beaver's doing on the mound. I think it's all great stuff. Him and Ez, get your jerseys now. Starting shortstop. I like that, too. I really do. I like that, too. 
All that to be said, I think it's a trans. This is a transition year. I'm. They're gonna lose some games. It's okay, but they're gonna lose some games. There's, I think, there's a lot more transition down here than what we realize. I told you, I'll be out in right field corner. I'll be there too. I'll be in the district. I'll be there. Pouring my own craft beer. I'll it's be really there. fun out there. It really is. Are we worried about Ohio State basketball? Uh, I am a little bit. The, the yep. wheels have come off. I am a little bit. That was um, a concerning loss on Sunday. They should, yeah. Iowa. I, I, I've come. Mm. Anyways, I um. I, I, this team has got one thing that they can do: shoot. When they don't shoot, it is. Now they don't have now, granted, again, again. It's college basketball. They can turn around. But look, look, look. You're right. By the way, I'm giggling because you're all right. But I'll say this is alarming. I mean, if you like Ohio State basketball, this is alarming. This, very. This, the Sunday loss to Iowa was fuck. That was bad. Michigan stay on the road. Michigan, you can put up with it. That game, that spot, that bad. Well, you and it's one or two to Iowa, whatever. But you and it's, and it's painful. You're talking about three straight. I mean, you're talking about three straight. That's bad. And Sunday's game, even when it was close, was not competitive. Iowa had that game from start to finish. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. Concerning, well. concerning, concerning. Um, anybody wants to jump on the Purdue Boilermaker bandwagon, we're about ready to overtake the Buckeyes. So you can come on board. We're about uh, to take speaking the of which, March 1st, um, 1903. I think it's the 218th birthday of the state of Ohio. Today, oh, wow. I believe 218. So happy is that birthday. why people are poaching or poaching a uh, posting? I can't talk. Posting a bunch of stuff today on Facebook about Ohio. I see. Well, that's why I'm wearing my Ohio State flag. That's great. shirt today. I, I I did not wear one in celebration of. I'll wrap, I'll wrap one around my head during the Cavs game to take okay. pressure off my sinuses. Should do that. Should do that. Uh, shoot us an email. Andy and Jared, J-A-R-I-D at gmail.com. Andy and Jared at gmail.com. Check out the website, clevelandandbeyond.net, clevelandandbeyond.net. Follow us on Twitter at C-L-E and beyond, at C-L-E and beyond. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and beyond. And uh, on Instagram, Andy's there. After the Cavs games on Instagram at official Cleveland sports at official Cleveland sports at official Cleveland sports at official Cleveland sports. Um, we're brought to you by waiting for next year. Check them out. Original Cleveland sports reporting at waiting for next year.com. Also brought to you by evergreen podcasts. We are a part of evergreen podcasts. Andy final thoughts. I hate my sciences. I'm really ready for spring. Mm-hmm. This has been the weirdest NFL offseason ever because there's just no buzz. JJ Watt signed with the Cardinals and just came with the wind. The Cavs won. That was great to see. Exciting about that. And the Indians is nice to see. I like how this is going. But again, I I'm starting to become more realistic. I think there's a lot more transition here than what I once thought. I think this is a lot more transitioning in and out. I really do. It's gonna be a very like we all know. 
No, but I'm telling you, now that I'm seeing it, it's a very, very different team. It's okay, but it's just going to be very, very different. And I, I think it's going to be a little bit more rough than what we thought. We're going to make the best of it. <laughs> oh, well, fun. I love it. I love this team. I love Antonetti. Love, love it. Love, love Antonetti. Love, love Tito. Love J-Ram. Love Biebs. Oh, yeah, love Fron Mill. We'll be there. There's a lot of players on this team that I genuinely care about seeing do well and want to watch easy team to root for fun team to root for but again 90 wins plus it's just again yeah it's the bigger picture it's the stuff on the horizon that really is is what is bumming me out that's all this year is again a year transition if the Indians make the playoffs, wow, that is a what what a hell of an accomplishment. Well, if the Indians make the playoffs, that would actually distract me from the things that I'm actually bummed about mm-hmm. regarding baseball. Mm-hmm. Strike is right. not gonna be fun. Baseball. Why? Why are they so dumb? Why are they so dumb? All of them. You're all dumb. Quit being dumb. We'll break it down at some point. We'll talk about why everyone's dumb. We're going to do that. If there's no Browns news, I'm going to effort to get Mandy Bell on. I think it's time. Yeah, let's talk to Mandy. Yes. And Cavs. And Cavs. Cavs break. So we'll do one or the other. I think that's going to be our goal. We'll do one or the other. Split two weeks. Everybody have a great week. Because if there's no Browns news, let's relive Cavs first half. And let's get ready for the, you know, we always do that with Mandy. Let's do pre-spring and then post-spring. Yeah, I hope everyone had a better Monday than us. Man. Fuck. I mean, I, I, I need another cold Advil. Bad. No spray. Blue. Monday blue. Oh my god. Just a. I call it a fog. I'm gonna go watch Rick and Morty. Go to sleep. Oh, I watch Cavs. I, I still can't stream. Actually, here we go. Let's do something real quick. And then we'll. we'll I know we're needing a capper to end it. I'll do it right here. here oh, go. what are we doing? Here we go. Are you checking the score? Yeah. Let's see what we got here. What are we doing? Checking the score. Checking the score. Let's see what we, let's see what we got. Yeah. You're really dragging and, yourself. Oh, yeah. You know, I say we need a capper. 26-20. Cavs again winning early. Okay. Playing well. Javius, Kevin, Rob, thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. Bye-bye. Au Go revoir. Cleveland. Ciao. Can't wait for the Browns to play the Cardinals next year. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network.